Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church in Richland, Washington. My name is Brandon, the teaching pastor at the church. With me is my friend, Megan. Hi, everyone. How's Megan doing today? Megan's doing all right. Yeah? Yeah, it was Monday. It Monday. is. It's, it is it's, Monday. Uh, it's Still a Monday. Monday. Happy Monday to you. You're listening to this probably on a Wednesday. That's okay. Yeah, it's so later. good. It's a good week. Yeah. It's like the uh, doldrums of winter. Everybody <laughs> that we know and love who are a little bit older than us and a little bit wealthier than us are all on vacation right now. That's <laughs> This is the season. I sent out a uh, uh, weekly text to our, I have a run a men's group on Wednesday mm-hmm. mornings at 530 in the morning and half the group is like retired old people uh-huh. and then half the group is like, you know, probably my age or whatever. Yeah. And... Uh, Almost all of the retired people said, hey, not going to make it. I'm in Cabo. Not going to make it. I'm in Cancun. Not going to make it. I'm in Puerto Vallarta. I'm in Panama. And I was like, all right, just us losers. Just, We're still working. Yeah, just still working. Uh, all of us workers. The worker bees. So Good for them, though. Real yeah. excited for them. Real excited for them. <clears throat> but, how was your yeah. weekend? It was pretty chill. Yeah? Yeah. Anything fun? No. I made lasagna yesterday. Okay. Homemade Which, lasagna? Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. look at you. Yeah. Like you should make your own noodles and everything? Well, no, not that oh, homemade. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> I did make the sauce. I mean, from like canned tomatoes. Yeah. I didn't like grow the tomatoes. I didn't like yeah, right. make the dairy myself or whatever. Sure, but, milk the cow myself. Yeah, um, uh, but I did make the sauce and then it was boxed noodles. Were any so. eggs required for this One recipe? Egg. One egg. Although it's not necessary. I did use it though. I did think about it though. I was like, <laughs> do I want to use this, the egg? Is this egg worthy? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I'll just do it. Because um, you can do, you put an egg in the like ricotta and Parmesan cheese mixture. Um, and it adds, I'm going to need you to say ricotta one more time. Ricotta. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, I would hey, like to remind egg... everyone that I did live in Italy for three years. And that's how they pronounce so, it. So that is a correct pronunciation mm. of ricotta. See, I have watched uh, Searching for Italy, <laughs> uh, and that is not how... Uh, how do they say what's it? What's his name? Well, Stanley uh, Tucci. That is yeah, not how okay, he let's, pronounced uh, it. <laughs> Stanley Tucci. How does he pronounce it? Just uh, ricotta? Ricotta. I don't know. <laughs> ricotta. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so I did use an egg, but I did think about it for a minute. Yeah. I was like, should I? I was like, yeah, I will. We went into Costco and that's when we realized, oh, it's finally here. We've heard about it. I mean, everybody's talked about it. Oh, I've seen it before. The whole shelf was dang empty. Yeah. And there were signs everywhere like limit two, limit two, you know, Mm -hmm. don't you dare try and take three. I know. And they were completely all gone. Yeah. And Kylie did find a dozen at uh, Winco, I yes. believe. Yes, and at Winco, it's like the first dozen is the lower price, and then after that, it's like a, mo- a dollar more. Oh, is that what they do? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, we just bought one dozen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And that yeah, dang was, avian flu. I think it was $175. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Something not. like that. It was like three something. Uh, it was a lot. That's a lot for <laughs> eggs, yo. That's a lot. And all those people uh, that own chickens right now feeling like freaking smart yeah, people. I know. Um, well, yeah. unless they've had to deal with avian flu stuff too. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason, one of the reasons that it's so high is because a bunch of chickens died this year. So, so yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So that's, that's what's going on. Yeah. It's not like it's in, it's not a, 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 a pro, like a product, like they're ruining the product. It's, it's like they're just dying and not yeah, producing. Like there's a, I mean, there's. A lot of birds are dying. And yeah. it isn't just chickens. It's like a lot of birds. Like the avian flu this year was really, really I bad. feel like that should be your something interesting and you just missed the boat. Because <laughs> you're my science person. You're the one that's supposed to be like, here's know, the stats. I haven't done, a, I haven't done here's the research stats on, on it. why these birds are I dying. I just know that that's one of the reasons, one of the main reasons behind it. Yeah. So. 
You wouldn't know that from all of the goose poop that's in my yard and in my driveway. I feel like there's so many geese this year. You know what? I've noticed so a lot of geese this geese. year, too. Like the um, winter, like it was cold early, so it pushed yeah. them out of Canada, but then it's kind of warmed up, so they like have no reason to go any further. And so they're just like hanging out, man. Uh, yeah. There's a ton of geese on Chihuahua. Like, do you just hang out in the fields and graze? And Kylie asked me that. She's like, Did, have you noticed like a, a massive uptick in the birds lately? Because <laughs> she, where was she? She was on a walk or down by the river. And she's uh-huh. like, there's just so many. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. Hunting season ended on yeah. January 31st. And these birds know it. They yeah. know it. They, they have the date no, on their do. calendar. No, they do. They do. Absolutely. They know it. Yeah, for sure. They're like, we know you can't do anything now. There's an osprey. So I used to, when my when I lived in Kennewick, my drive to Chihuahua, I would drive on like the road above all the houses, between the highway and all the houses, which is like called Chapel Hill. Um, and there's, like, there's an osprey that like hunts in that field there. And so I used to see it every day when I was like driving to work. Um, but then now I drive over the river from Richland. And I was like, Oh, I don't get to see it. But there's an Osprey now that's like sitting on one of the light posts on the bridge on uh 182. And it's there, been there like almost every morning. Is it fishing? Is it going for the river? No, or is it yeah, like I mean, it's mice just kind in of, a field? Well, it's definitely right over the river. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's just resting at that moment yeah. or whatever, but it's definitely on the bridge. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I think I told you, like, this was about maybe two months ago. I was running along, the like, the bike path there in Pasco on that oh, yeah. side. I think you did tell me. And the the bald eagle, yeah, like, came uh-huh. and swooped yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> Pulling out my phone. It was great, man. It was uh, a good excuse did it get to a stop fish? running. No, it just oh, okay. sat up in a tree and I've seen me. a bald eagle get a fish out be, of the river. Yeah, it's be, really that'd cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be. Because you get your phone out fast enough. That's the question. No, That's I just the enjoy the moment. February's birthday month for us oh, at yeah. the Johnson household. We've got massive three of your four three of the four birthdays, yeah. and uh, I mean, in fairness, two of them were born on the same day. But <laughs> yeah, that helps. So we've got birthday parties coming up for the next two weekends. Uh, oh, so we're in, in that zone right yeah. now. And Grayson, what is it? Fifteen and ten. Uh, yeah, fifteen okay. and ten exactly. Uh, Grayson found out we went uh, the other day uh, to Adventures Underground, Ooh. and they sell rockets. <laughs> Which which feels like a weird addition to <laughs> like like a kit that you build or whatever and books and records and also rockets yeah. that you fly in the air. They have like air. games and stuff like that and like kits yeah. and toys and yeah. stuff. So. I get, it's but it's like a, almost like a hobby shop now. Uh, part, okay, you know, and, and they've got tons of square footage, so good for them for experimenting yeah. out. And it does feel like um, like I walked through it for the first time in probably six months. It's a really cool store, man. It they is have a cool been store, doing yeah. A great job. Oh, I haven't been at, in a while. I should go. Uh, making it feel like all right, this isn't just a used bookstore anymore. It's mm-hmm. like it's way more than that. So that's pretty cool. Good for them. Um, and so yeah, so they're selling rockets there, and these are like rockets that are not cheap, and <laughs> go uh, and go like this one said sixteen hundred oh, feet in the air. Oh my god! And I know. <laughs> and you buy. Um, they call them engines, but they oh. are—they're uh, basically just like M80s that yeah. go inside the base of these things and then shoot them up. And Grayson is now obsessing over these. And oh, this is no. absolutely what he wants for his birthday. Um, and are you so, gonna get him one? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know anybody that does rockets, so I—I I feel like, I feel like that's a big enough thing where 
you probably want somebody who's like done this before. The, yeah, that's fair. And and like, hey, sixteen hundred feet. That feels high. That, that feels like feel I should like let need, the FAA. Yeah, do you know. need like to give FAA? We approval? live close enough to the airport. Yeah. Like we're in. Maybe Pasco. you could start smaller. Like let's start with a different kind of rocket that yeah. we can like work on and then learn about and figure it's out how to cool, do stuff. It's pretty cool though. Like yeah. I was thinking about it as we were walking then he was showing me the package and whatever. And he's like, did you ever light off rockets as a kid? And I'd be like, no, this stuff was never available to me. What are you talking about? If this, if, I, I know people have shot rockets off forever, but far more hobby, like super niche yeah. hobby driven. And mm-hmm. those rockets were probably hundreds and hundreds of dollars yeah. and everything else and the technology and the access and everything else has now made it so these are now at a, a used bookstore for yes. 50 bucks mm-hmm. you know what i mean um so anyways i don't know we might be lighting <laughs> some rockets off in, in a week exciting. or so you so. should watch october sky with grayson is uh isn't that uh clancy who's no, october no, no. sky it's uh like jake gyllenhaal's in it but it's oh. about the these boys in west virginia who start like for their science fair project they do rocket stuff they like start shooting off rockets oh and then they all become like nasa is it pg-13 you know what i don't remember what it's rated it's remember, pg or pg-13 nine, so you know i don't uh, I mean, anyway <laughs> i mean preview at first if you've never seen it but it's a cute movie about like these boys all who right. i'm on it are doing October rocket sky stuff. he'd probably so, love that right now yeah they built Valentine's Day boxes that they're pretty excited about. <laughs> Have you seen these? No. Have you heard of these for school no. projects? Well, I've heard of val- I've taught preschool for five years. Yeah, Brent. okay. So, all right. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Kylie's like, we've been making these for years. What are you talking about? I'm like, these are cool. When did you? We, when did they start doing these? Like, I, like, they used to do leprechaun traps. I remember those. Yeah. And then this is like a step up from that. This is like a huge giant like box. Mal- val- like mailboxes. Yeah. yeah. You should absolutely follow my wife on Instagram because they're <laughs> I almost, do follow your wife on Instagram. I'm telling the audience. Megan, oh, okay. This is the audience. <laughs> um, at Kylie Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-E-N. And I'm uh, sure she's going to post a picture of, uh, she's a great follow anyways in general, yeah. but she's going to post a pit, a video of, or a picture of these, uh, of these Valentine's <laughs> Day boxes. And I just want you to know, I have done absolutely nothing. Uh, it, they look great. Um, Joby's is anyone... a giant taco. Oh, that's cool. Like a giant taco. That's and really it's cool. it's going to have a cat on the front. So okay. it's going to be a taco cat. cat yeah, nice. Thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Grayson's is a ski hill. Oh my word. Um, These are really you intense. drop the card, your Valentine down, and it like goes through the <laughs> slalom course. Is this like a, like... Why is it? Why are they so yeah. extravagant? No, I have no idea. I, that's why I said, <laughs> "What are we doing here? Why? Why is there a, a line item in our family budget for uh, a Valentine's Day boxes? It doesn't make any sense to me." But it looks cool, and they are going to be great. So, is it, it like part of a project feels, for like? It feels like you know how there used to be like science projects that every like yeah. parent would do. You know, it kind of feels a little bit like that. So. That's okay. It's great. Uh, in high school, that doesn't happen. Yeah. And then one last uh, thing, and then I'll <laughs> I'll move away forever. Or, you know, I'll get off of this t- topic or whatever, but um, it does feel like a little bit of a parent corner. Um, last night, or yesterday, we were talking with Kylie, and London is turning 15. Yes. And she just signed up for driver's ed, Ooh, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, and we are like, we've got a few years left with her in the house. Like, what do we want to kind of send her off with? And uh, we like, were, what do you mean, Cinder? Like, like, like tangible things? I or don't like... want her to go to college and somebody goes, Remember that part in The Sixth Sense where they, and then she goes, Oh, oh I've never watched that. What yeah, are you talking okay, about? Okay, okay. 
And so I realized, like, if I'm going to be a good parent, like, there are a few good movies that we have got to get through um, that are just like, you know, uh, that and the beauty of imagine watching The Sixth Sense for the first time again. Like, oh, yeah. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's you get to like experience great. it through her eyes. Yeah. So the other day I was like, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. That's classic. That's a great one. You, I don't want you to go to college not knowing who Danny Ocean In was. London's defense. Okay. All of the people she's going to college with are the same age as her, and the chances of them having watched those movies is also probably oh, no, fairly no, no, low. Megan, 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 Megan. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven? I'm going to do a poll. I'll come back to you guys I next want you week. to do a poll. And I'm going to be like, who here Listen, has watched Ocean's Eleven? October Sky? People probably have no idea. They've <laughs> never watched movie. it. They've never watched it. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm sorry, Miss Megan. I have no idea what you're talking about. Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> One of the greatest heist movies okay. ever. Okay. I was talking about the original animated Aladdin the other day, and I had kids being like, oh, I've never watched that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, so we're too far past that window for London. She's not going to be enthralled by Aladdin. <laughs> but by golly, she's going to have Six Sense and Ocean's Eleven under her belt. So we, uh, okay. we went to go stream it. There's no streaming option for oh, that. You know what? You can pay. You can obviously pay to rent it. I was I was trying to think if I own it, but I don't think I do. I own it. I found oh, okay. it on a DVD in a drawer. <laughs> do you have a DVD player? I, I and we p- dusted off the DVD player. <laughs> we blew the dust off of it. We figured out how to reinstall this thing. <laughs> Megan, I found. You remember like those old CD cases? Yes, I have one with CDs in it. Yes. So I found two <laughs> that I have in a in my bedside drawer. How dusty were they? Oh my gosh. The pages, because I, I would stick the CD pages. Oh, okay. Like the little oh, you CD were like, covers yeah. in, there, in there as well. And they're falling apart when you touch them. Yeah. Like they're papyrus from the Egyptian papyrus. tomb. They're so, they're so brittle and fragile. And, but I'm looking at these CDs and I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about Simple Plan and Finch and Blindside and Eve 6. I'm like, these are fantastic. I have to find a CD player to be able to play some of these. You can play them on your DVD player. Well, luckily I drive an old car and so it has a CD player in it. I've never used it, but I'm going to from here on out. And I know. I know I could get it on my phone just as fast, but it's not the same no. thing. No, it's so, not anyways, the same. So I found the I found the CDs, which was great. So I spent, I spent an, a half an hour <laughs> looking at just the CDs, and then I found the DVDs, uh-huh. and then I found a bunch of great DVDs in that thing that I'm like, man, we have got to watch some of these. Like Tommy Boy, she's never watched Tommy Boy. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones that were in there. Uh, Inception, I, I don't think that she has watched Inception, and that, that was kind of later on. That yeah. was more college age for me. Uh, so in, in terms of going back a little bit... Um, Truman Show. Oh, that's a, ever, that's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, these are all DVDs that at some point when I was uh, in high school or college felt compelled enough to spend $20 Exactly. To buy. I know. It was a commitment. Rounders. Oh, I've was never fantastic. seen Swingers. All of those. Yeah. So good. So anyways. <laughs> so here's the story then. So last so night. So her movie-cation is beginning. So last night, we she was over at her, at Grammy's house, at her, at mm-hmm. Kylie's mom's house printing something or whatever i'm like hey get home we're watching a movie together <laughs> and so she finally got home and, I, and and it's late and she's like dad i have school tomorrow and i'm like i don't care get on the couch bring your homework down here let's do this <laughs> so she starts watching oceans 11 while she's doing other homework and i'm like i'm like trying to watch her to make sure she's watching it because i'm watching it you know what i mean 
And I know what happens. So we're watching this thing, and we get about an hour and a half into an hour and 50-minute movie. Uh-huh. And she stands up and says, I'm going to bed. <laughs> they are like walking into the Bellagio. <laughs> like the whole thing is coming down to this. You have not watched Ocean's Eleven. And she says, I'll watch it tomorrow or something. I have to go to bed. I'm tired. And I said, I don't even know whose kid you are. This is crazy. You've wasted that my story time. story could not have gone better. Because I have to finish this. I'm not pausing and waiting for you for tomorrow night. Oh, my night. gosh. We are watching this she thing. She left with 20 minutes and she, left. She, she looked at Kylie and goes, Mom, do I have to stay? And Kylie's like, no, you can go to bed. Because Kylie's the one that has to wake up with her at like yeah. 6.20 uh-huh. in the morning to make sure she gets on the bus. Uh, and so anyways, she missed it. She she went to bed and I finished the whole dang thing myself. And it was great. And it still, it holds up. If you're wondering uh, if it holds up, it does. It does hold up. I watched it and I, not too long ago. Kylie, and I men- Kylie mentioned too this morning she was surprised at how many things that we say and that come from that movie. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like where you catch yourself, yeah. like they're racing these cars and he's like, you're like a little girl. Like I say that <laughs> all, the t- all the time. And I forgot if you would have yeah. asked me a week ago or two where days ago where that comes from, I'd be like, I don't remember. I just, yeah. <laughs> somewhere. And it's from that movie. Yeah. So it's so uh, good. Oh uh, man, that's really and funny. Dude, Brad Pitt, and George uh, Clooney are throwing 100 miles an hour in that oh, movie. Oh, that movie, they are impeccable. 100 miles an hour. Yes, impeccable. Yeah. It's honestly everyone in Brad that movie. Brad looks like he's about 24. I know. And, and he's, he's eating. He eats in he every eats single in every scene. Clip. It's amazing. Yeah. And like Matt Damon in that movie is... Matt Damon looks like he's about 16. Exactly. I know. They look... Julia Roberts looks like she always looks. Exactly. So whatever but there. But they... It's such a good movie. So good. Yeah. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> Yep. And uh, no, you guys didn't see it, but one of the reasons I was laughing so hard is because Brent's face while recounting that story <laughs> yeah. was absolutely heartbroken. I was broken. <laughs> that his almost bad. 15 year old daughter got up and left. Like, and- what do you need? More special <laughs> effects? What do you need? A superhero? Some dumb, some dumb CGI with absolutely no storyline, no plot, no smart writing whatsoever. That's what you want. That's going to keep you entertained. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, not even close. Apples and oranges, Megan. Apples and oranges. That's what we're talking about. So, uh, Uh, if you have any great ideas about any other movies, you personally and or you the listener, for things that you would say, my 18-year-old kid cannot leave this house before we have watched X together, um, then let me know. Have you watched Princess Bride? Uh, No, but see, that was that's really good, but I think it's I think that's too far dated. I think that's too old. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like I was... It's like a classic, though. I feel like I was on the fringe of that. Because I feel like I go back and watch it, and I'm like, I don't know if it's as funny as I think it was. Like, I don't know if it holds up. But, you know, it's a kind of a cult classic. It is kind of a cult classic. So, yeah. I still enjoy it. I watched it pretty recently. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And laughed. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. Matchstick Man. Uh, I got that, too. I haven't seen that one. I'm excited about that one. Is that Nicolas Cage? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right, I think oh, um, you'd be really disappointed at my moviecation. So um, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't play this game. No, let's do it. <laughs> let's hear what Megan gets down to uh, on on spring break. What are you oh. watching on spring break? That's a movie. 
that you're like, I just cannot wait to remind myself how good this movie is. I have no idea. Well, I just recently rewatched Jerry Maguire. Oh, that's a good rewatch. Yeah. I have not watched that uh-huh. in 20 years, it probably. It was good. It holds up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I watch Independence Day every year. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, around Independence Day. I bet you do. Just for the president's speech, don't yeah, you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's also, I love that movie. It's like one of my favorites. So, in fact, I will often tell people it's my favorite movie. That's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I love it's that not, movie. Yeah. Oh. It's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. Yeah, but it was like, you know, I just, it's nostalgia for me. Yeah. Um, What are other, I watch Princess Bride. Uh, I don't know. Can't think of anything else. Yeah. But I don't know. Kind of depends if I want like a comedy or a something else. So. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. <laughs> well, let's jump into our uh, something interesting. Or not our something interesting. We have <laughs> we skipped we the whole section. Skip the whole Although section. to be fair, it has been twenty minutes. So. Yeah, we're flying. <laughs> we're really ro- roasting this thing. We kicked off a new series uh, on Sunday uh, th- yeah. called "Through Peasant Eyes." We're gonna looking at some of the parables in Luke. Through hopefully more of a um, historical perspective, a uh, historic historical criticism is kind of what it's called. Criticism not being like you criticize things and make it bad, but like trying to think through cryptically yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the stuff that would be involved in like a critical thinking paradigm. Yes, like a historical. I'm going to use a historical lens to critically think about these things that are said. Yep, there was an interaction that Jesus had with the Pharisee named Simon. Uh, Simon hosted a banquet at his house, invited a bunch of people over. Jesus being one of them. Uh, the village uh, people show up and one of, not the village people, the band, <laughs> sorry. The people of the village showed up. I don't know how you want to call it. <laughs> that really got you. Um, the YMCA. They sang the YMCA. They sang, first they started singing the YMCA. <laughs> then there was the motions. Uh, and then the cop and the firefighter both uh, were healed uh, of their wound. Anyways. Uh, no. Um, uh, yeah. The, the people of the town. There's an the interaction town. between uh, uh-huh. a prostitute woman and mm-hmm. Jesus that kind of is a big part of the scene, and Simon reacts to it in kind of his own personal way of disdain, and for her, and for G- and for Jesus, and Jesus, I think, is uh, trying to figure out and help Simon process through, what do you do when somebody wants to come to repentance? Do you make it easy for them to enter back into society and it's a community? Or do you continue to make it difficult? And if it's difficult, why are you surprised when they don't respond to your teachings? Mm-hmm. And that was a big critique of a lot of the Pharisees when they would hear Jesus talk. Why, aren't, why don't people respond to us the way they respond to him? Mm-hmm. Um, and that made them mad at him and and you know made them question, oh, mm-hmm. he's just watering down. Like they would say, watering yeah, down yeah. the Torah. Yeah, we, yeah. we would say our, our modern day version of watering yep. down the gospel. But um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then kind of Jesus begins to question him, point out his own failure to understand the grace and that he has been extended based on his shortcomings. Uh, and then kind of le- leaves us in the spot of what are we going to do about it, which I think is the point of all the parables. Yeah. And the act of calling out or call to action uh, factor that we said was, is important with this. And what kind of a people are we going to be? Are we going to be the type of people who understand our own level of grace and therefore then are more motivated to reflect and operate in a high degree of love? Or are we going to kind of continue to think that uh, we've been offered a little bit of grace, so a little bit of love required, but not not let's not get crazy. You know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of the essence of it. And would, what was your kind of takeaway and your thoughts on, on that or any questions that came up as a result? Um, I don't think I have any, I didn't have any questions, but um, I did like, I like looking at it through that like historical perspective of like, what was the culture at the time? What would these people have understood? Um, because I don't think 
you know, I hadn't heard anyone ever talk about the woman's response, like that being a reaction mm, yeah, and yeah. not a, a, and not like a premeditated thing. Like she, so you talked a lot about how she was reacting to the Pharisees, Simon's like snub of Jesus, essentially yep. of not being hospitable. And she was like, you know, her, it was a genuine reaction from her of like, no, no, we can't. I'm not going to allow this to happen. Yeah. He has yeah. to have these things done. He's such a, like, he is worthy of that hospitality. Um, and if you're not going to do it, I'll do it. Um, and just like that piece of it, I'd never heard that like pointed I out in that way. If Simon had done those things, I don't think she shows up and mm -hmm. does what she was going to do. Yeah. She was just there to listen. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, but she sees this snub and is like, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Um, and so she steps in and it's interesting too, that it's a woman, right? Like, it's, you know, someone who shouldn't be stepping in, stepping in and and covering and recovering that. Shouldn't like, be as in the expectations of that yeah, culture. Yeah, of that culture, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Not that you think. No. Yeah. But like, a, like in the culture at that time, like Correct. a woman shouldn't be the one who's like offering those things. Right. In that, like who, like she's not the host. Yeah. Which is why she probably washes his feet instead of his head. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and kisses his feet instead of kissing yeah. his cheek. Mm -hmm. Right. That she, yeah. She's like operating within the paradigm that she's, you know, quote unquote allowed to have mm -hmm. or, uh, or do, uh, or this is like the least that I could do, I guess is what she's probably yeah. thinking. So, but I have to do something. Yeah. I have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, and for Simon's first reaction to be like, Oh my God, I can't believe Jesus is letting her do that. Yeah. Right. Like that's so relatable. And for, <laughs> yeah. And for him to say he must, his, his takeaway is he must not be a prophet. Yeah. Because if he was, he would know who this is. Who this is and what she's done yeah. and why this so is not So he's not, not even okay. creating a barrier of, oh, look at her. She's trying to make better of her situation. Yeah. It's completely a critique. Like she, he's completely indifferent to her as a person. Mm -hmm. Like, She's just an object at that point. Mm -hmm. She's not a face. She's not a soul. She's not anything. She is uh, a category. She's a label. And uh, th she only is fuel for what Simon already wants to think about Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. And she's and she's like fodder for him to try and one-up Jesus too again, yeah. right? Like you're letting this like dirty woman, this prostitute woman, like wash your feet. How dare you? Like you must not be, you must not be as like special as everyone says you are. Yeah. Um, and also just the like, um, like you were talking a lot about assumptions, but that's also part of it is that he made assumptions about her and about Jesus immediately and had no room for seeing or hearing something different. Mm -hmm. And um, how often does that happen? Like if a kid walk in or a person walk in to wherever you are, and you just, I mean, we all make assumptions about everything. That's, that's how we survived. Um, it's our brain works. Yeah. That's how our brain works. Right? That's how we survived. Our brain makes assumptions every day. Yeah. And, but I think like as you mature and as you grow and as you are become aware of who you are and how you think, like the goal is to like, every time you have an assumption, be like, okay, but why, mm -hmm. why am I thinking that? Is that true? Like, what can I do? Like, just start questioning it every time. Um, because maybe, like, maybe that's not true anymore. Yeah. Or maybe you need to reassess, like, how you're working out situations or things like that. Um, and that's part of that, too, is, like, Jesus is saying, okay, you made all these assumptions about her, but clearly something's happened in between. 
mm-hmm. in between the life she had and the life she's about to have. And like, what are you, why are you keeping her in this life you've already put her in? Yeah. When she's clearly seeking something different. Um, and so like, that was also a part of it too that I was thinking about. So, yep. Yeah. Good. I also liked the, I was thinking, um, cause at the end of, you know, like at the end you have to pick one for like a parable. Like usually it's kind of left with a couple options and you have to pick yeah. one. Who are you going to be? Yeah. And, yep. um, I like to do, would you rather questions with my students? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and they, a lot of times they like to be like, oh, neither or both. And I was like, nope, you have to pick one. Yeah. Like you have, you can only pick one and you have to pick one. And they're like, but why? And I was like, cause that's how this works. That's like, the game. Right? That's the game. Yeah. Like that's how this activity works. And they're like, but they both stink. And I was like, that's the point. Like yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have to pick one and you can only pick one. Um, and it's like, it's interesting to, cause they're like, kids don't want to do that a lot, but it, but no, you have to pick one. Like, who are you at this moment? And where are you, how are you going to like proceed with that? Yeah. And sometimes that can change, like as you grow or hear things back different times. Cause like, yeah, I've definitely identified with different parts of parables at different times in my life. But in that moment, you have to pick one. Sure. Yeah. And that decision shapes you and, and makes you, and it could be a wrong decision. And that, and that is tough. And that's what we don't want to do. Right. And so we, kind of delay dude we see you see this a lot of times i think in in young people of going like do i want to do this or do i want to do this Len, Len will do this right i i've been invited to this but i've also been invited to this i'm like you gotta pick one i don't know <laughs> let me just think about it for a little bit and i'm like no just it's but what if i have more fun doing yeah, this other FOMO. thing I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know i'll tell you what you're not gonna do is not gonna just sit here and not do anything and not commit yeah. to it then you have the potential of losing out on both of these options yeah um so anyways you know we uh uh, fear of, of missing out or fear of making the wrong decision causes us to have some indifference on that for sure. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. That's good. Those are my thoughts. Great. We will continue the series. We're going to be looking at a couple more parables uh, over the next couple of weeks. We'd love to have you back for that. Uh, I know we had a little bit of an issue on the uh, the live stream, but we are uh, uh, working on that again, and uh, we are should have that video back up um, later today is what, there, is what the plan is. So, um we had to piece a few things together. We're just, we're learning as we go, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of a trial and error for us. So um, anyways, sorry about uh, that. If you tried to log in and got kicked off and then had to log back in, missed uh, a couple of minutes, yeah. we're working on that. You'll okay. get it. Uh, okay. Uh, anything to advertise uh, oh, specifically? Uh, we've got a <laughs> uh, women's happy hour oh, yeah. starting in a couple of weeks on a Wednesday night. I believe it's not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday the at Twinks. Uh, no, because this is the this 6th is the, today, oh, yeah. so it'll be the 8th, the 15th. Okay. Uh, Wednesday the 15th at Twig's Happy Hour. Cool. I believe that's at 5-ish. Anyway, <laughs> if you, um, this is a really bad promo. Yeah, if you I was go like, you? <laughs> on the Marketplace page on the website, it's on there. Uh, I do know that Mallory, Aaron, and Canberra are leading it, uh, and that'll be great. And That'll be fun. Yeah, check it out. Um, Good. Uh, something interesting. Actually, I went to promos before I did something interesting. Yeah, you did. Man, I'm all over the place. Though, You're, you yep. go first. I know, because you opened. Yep. Um, so mine, Margot sent me this link to an article a while ago. Um, and it's a very long article. And honestly, most of it is kind of intense. But it's about this condition, like an early puberty condition. And it's like this guy's story. But the cool part that I want to share um, is that his... The, so it's a... It's an inherited condition. So his dad had it and his um, grandpa had it and his great grandpa had it. 
And his great grandpa, um, whose name was Bud, and in 1917, when his great grandpa was 11, um, he like looked like an adult um, because of this like early early puberty condition. Um, and he claimed he was 20, and he joined the army and went to as an 11 year old as an 11 year old, wow. and went to Europe and um, was part of like World War One. Um, as an 11 year old. Wow. Um, and then, yeah. And so he did a bunch, like, you know, fought in the war and I think he got found out and sent back, but also was like, got some newspaper, like press about it and all of that stuff. Um, but it was crazy. And when he came back, he was like 14. And like, he, a, like a veteran, he's getting yeah, VA he's a vet, benefits. Yeah, and he's fourteen, 14 years year old. old. <laughs> like he went to World War One at eleven, wow. and like fought and went AWOL and did a whole bunch of other stuff, and then came back, and he was only fourteen. That's crazy. Yeah, which is ridiculous. But Margot was like, "This could be a whole movie," and I was like, "You're not wrong." I know, right? <laughs> this is the low bar, bear, uh, yeah. uh, bar of entry or barrier of entry for people back then. Uh, like, yeah. What's your name? When were you born? All right, that's good enough. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> London, I think he got. London couldn't even send her for driver's ed without a oh, photo. Oh, the first time. So he tried to go, and then his mom went down and was like, he's only 11. And then he like ran away and went somewhere else and got signed up and then went. But like, um, so he tried a couple of times, but his mom was like trying to stop him, obviously. Um, but yeah, he did end up going to France and fighting World War One at 11 years old. That's crazy. So. Crazy, crazy. Uh, great. Mine has to do with something that was really cool, like a new chapter uh, for us at Eastlake. Um, we found out this week uh, that we are going to be doing a partnership with Whitworth in, uh, University. So this is uh, something interesting go, like, going on, I think, with us, right? Um, so they're doing a fellowship program this summer, and uh, they are sending down a sociology student who has a uh, like a ministry, either background or interest level okay. of something. They're going to do an internship here at the church and uh, do some demographic studies in our community and what the church, how the church could be resilient. That's the program. That's the name oh, of the program is okay. Resilient Church. Resilient in light of uh, kind of where like the church's existence mm -hmm. in the Tri-Cities and, and beyond. And so anyways, um, come get to know the culture and develop a project. They take it back. They write a senior thesis or a part mm -hmm. of their project thing is create like a program that could potentially work here. Uh, and then, uh, and then try and come back and we get to implement it and see how it cool. goes. So it's going to be a pretty cool, like three month three thing from like May, June, July, uh, this summer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there is a host home opportunity. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I want to bring it up here. We're looking for a host home. So, uh, if you've got an extra bedroom and are interested in ho hosting a Whitworth college student, there are some requirements, mm -hmm. uh, and expectations and home inspections to make sure that, uh, it's not like yep. I've got six kids in three bedrooms, but you'll be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not an in-house babysitter. Um, uh, but uh, if you are interested in something uh, yeah. along those lines, then reach out, brent at eastlaketricities.com, and uh, we'll pass along some info and find cool. a place. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl yet. We're not sure. It's uh, it's We don't even know who the student is yet, but uh, hopefully soon we'll have some more information. That's really but cool. You should be seeing that new face show up here in the summertime, and it'll be great. Yeah. We'll probably have him on the podcast. So. Oh, yeah. There that'd be go. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Uh, we'll see you back next week, everybody. Have yeah. a good one. Bye. Bye.